Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right now, it is time to welcome in the Cubs shortstop, Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson joins us on Inside the Clubhouse. Bruce Levine, David Haw. Dansby, good morning. How are you doing? I'm great. How are y'all? Thanks for having me. Where's the cowboy hat? At home. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the story behind the cowboy hat? It looked very sharp yesterday. You definitely stood out because you were the only one in the room with the cowboy hat. It looked pretty, pretty cool. Uh, how do I explain that? I wanted a cowboy hat. My wife got it for me for Christmas a couple years ago. And tonight or last night just happened to be the first night that I had an opportunity to wear it. <laughs> and when I was kind of getting the outfit together, talking with her and uh, a guy named Brandon Williams, he helps uh, with all – my different clothes and stuff, and I was like, I think I'm going to go for it. You, you I'm re- just going to go for I, it. I mean, you, you, pulled it, you pulled it off. You, you, no you realize you just started new marketing, uh, Cub Cowboy hats, right? I mean, I, I don't think in I'm, history I remember any, but I think there's, you know, why not, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I love it. I'm about it. You mentioned your wife. How's she doing in, the, in her recovery from uh, the knee injury? I, obviously... Uh, people know of her. They know of your, you know, obvious connection. And it was a big story when that happened. It was unfortunate because of what it meant. How was she healing? Uh, she's doing great. Um, obviously, it's been a, a long year, but um, she's just been so strong and so tough. Like the things that she's been through and had to endure uh, this year and this season um, are really, really hard, um, especially on her. And I mean. I'm not going to rope myself into that, but on us as a as a married couple, and uh, but she's handled it so gracefully and so beautifully, and she's put in the work. I mean, she's never not put in the work. She uh, sometimes I have to tell her that she should probably chill because she does, <laughs> she, you know, she does so much. But um, it's a kettle calling the pot black, right? She, uh, yeah, yeah. She, uh, but she's doing awesome. She's uh, back moving around pretty good and uh, doing some soccer stuff, and so she's. She's handling things well, so excited for a good a good season for her. Dansby, uh, Cubs signed a, a new pitcher, uh, Shota Imanaga, to a, a contract yesterday. Your first impressions, obviously, the the guy won everybody over um, and immediately when he said, hey, Chicago, what do you say? Cubs are going to win today. Uh, your first impressions of him and uh, where this pitcher fits in for you guys. Yeah, I think he's going to be great for us. Um, obviously, this will be his first season here, but – um, just seeing his his unique profile of pitching, just how his how his fastball moves, his splitter, his slider. He's just got a, a different ways to get guys out um, and a, a unique kind of arm angle, a little bit of like that up shoot fastball. Um, somebody that'll really be able to uh, not only eat a lot of innings for us, but do it at, at a really good rate. And I think that 
um, sometimes we don't value that as much as we should. Uh, being able to, uh, you know, get through five or six every uh, every outing is a big deal, giving us a chance to win. And um, you know, I think that it's going to be a huge addition for us, uh, knowing that you know every fifth day he's going to be able to take the ball and um, be able to give us a chance to win. You know, and and, and the other thing that I'll say is it just adds a lot of depth for us um, on the pitching side, uh, whether there's, you know, God forbid there's injuries, but just being able to give guys extra days off um, in between starts and those kinds of things, I think uh, it's going to be huge for us. What is your relationship like with Craig Council, and how surprised were you that David Ross uh, was fired and Craig Council was hired? Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was a shock to us all. Um, It was just kind of one of those things where I had a voicemail left on my phone, and I was like, why is it what like what why does everything sound so sad you know what i mean and um talked to carter and jed both and they just explained the whole situation and uh why things transpired in the way they did and um you know i think that they felt that this was going to be a move that was going to help our organization and help our team and so they wanted to make it and um you know it was their call i know it was a really really tough call just because of the respect and the love that you know each and every one of us have for rossi and what he was able to do for us and you know being part of the reason why I wanted to come here and those kinds of things so uh, but Craig's been great he's uh he's really honest he's very you know kind of deliberate and um, calculated and things that he uh wants and how he processes information and so I'm excited to be able to kind of form a you know a partnership with worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are live at the Cub Convention. David Hall, Bruce Levine, our guest, Dansby Swanson. And, and Dansby, when you look at your season, uh, you came here with the reputation he plays every day plus, okay? They can't even get you out during spring training games, okay? That's a great reputation to have. You won a gold glove. You did some really great things. You became a leader on this team. Uh, you don't just become a leader in baseball. You either have it in you or you don't. You show that you do. At the same time, except for the injury that you had that kept you out 15 games last year, you played every game. We've talked about this ad nauseum. I'm sure you're sick of it, but I, I think it warrants it one more time. Would it be more prudent to miss a few games at certain junctures and be a stronger player at the end of the year, not just you, but, but anybody in the Chicago Cubs? Yeah, and I think, you know, every – the goal – how can I say this? The goal for me and what my job is is to play, right? Like I get paid to play. I don't get played – or I don't get paid to – sit in the clubhouse and watch my team play. Um, 
there are probably certain times throughout a season in which if you were to take a 24-hour break that it could benefit you on the back end. Um, so it really is just about finding the opportune moments. I felt like last year, uh, I think a couple you know, points of emphasis for me for, were for number one, it was like a culture moment, right? Like you want to build culture, you want to establish that we play, right? Like this is not a, I don't feel too good today, I'm not playing. This is a, I'm playing whether I'm tired, sick, beat up, something's lingering, whatever, like we're playing. And because I feel like that that was such an important moment for us as a Cubs culture to say like, no, we're tough, right? Like we, we do this no matter what. And the other thing too is with how the year started out, like I didn't have that opportunity. Like we weren't good enough, you know? And I remember talking to Rossi about that. Like we weren't in a position in the season for me to take days off because we needed to win. And so just kind of strap it, did, it up and go. Does it bug you that the implication that you may may have struggled down the stretch because you were playing too much? Does that, that bother you because you take such pride in playing every day? It bothers me not playing good at any point <laughs> in the season. Um, well, yeah, I, mean, I think that it just unfortunately with how the year shaped out, um, I feel like there's so many different factors into it. And we as a group aren't good at the, at the end of the, uh, the season, um, that last stretch. Uh, me in particular, I was not very good. And, you know, those things eat at me, especially when, you know, when all, when all you preach is winning and when the winning kind of, like, comes to fruition of, like, all right, we need to win and you're not able to get it done, that definitely stings. You know, uh, it, it's, it's sad to, to say, but it, it's a reality. Because David was replaced by Craig, one of the reasons we heard at the end was, hey, the team just – didn't perform at the end of the season the way it should. Uh, you explained it beautifully, the fact that there was not an opportune time for David to take his foot off of the gas because you guys had to make up being 10 games behind 500. But in reality, at the end, you go 7-14 and 14 at the end of the year. You guys are having trouble making routine plays because you're so worn out. The, the bullpen is hanging on by a thread. That's the beauty and also the pain of a 162-game season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, if you look, too, when we were playing our best ball, other than kind of right after the All-Star break, right, we were scoring, you know, 40 runs a game almost. Like, I feel like we were <laughs> pummeling teams. But a lot of, you know, when we started having that success, I want to say it was the early parts of June. I think we were out in San Francisco. That's kind of when the run started. It wasn't just like a nine to two cruise games, right? Like there was a lot of five to threes, right. four to ones, you know, seven to six. There's a lot of close games. So when that happens, <clears throat> no one's able to get off their feet. The bullpen guys are having to be ready. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the bullpen guys are having to be ready. The position guys have to stay. Um, there, there's just so many things of like, oh, I got to keep my best players out there even for the duration of the game uh, because – You'd like to be able to, you know, be up 10 to 1, take a couple innings off, and that really kind of helps add some fuel at the end of the year. Uh, and same for the bullpen guys, right? right? Like, you know, Merriweather, Leiter, and Owsley are having to throw, you know, each and every day. And Fulmer's throwing a ton. And we had so many guys that were warriors for three months, but we just couldn't sustain it at the end because we just didn't do a good enough job on ourselves to, you know, early on to exactly. capitalize on that. Yeah. And I think that that's where – we were just talking about with the depth with Shota and, um, you know, you, you hopefully they can build some depth in the bullpen and all of a sudden, 
you can put different guys in different spots to be able to trust that they can get outs and we can have a better year. Last question. So last summer, Jed kidded that you were very active in offering advice and never shy. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the assistant general manager. Maybe that's where you're so tired at the end of the season. You were, you were busy uh, making suggestions. How many of you made this offseason? How involved are you in the recruitment or retaining Cody Bellinger, for example? Do you make suggestions with what else you might need? How, how do players get involved, especially one like yourself who knows he's going to be around here for a while and you want to do everything you can to win? Yeah, I think, you know, one thing, maybe this is a life moment, too, of learning that I can't control everything, right? I can't have my fingerprints and everything. But, you know, me and Jed have always had a great relationship. That was one of the, you know, big reasons and things that we talked about before I'd even signed here was like, hey, I'm going to speak my mind. Like, I'm going to be very open and honest about what I feel and what I believe. So if you're cool with that, then we'll get along great. But if not, then this may not be a good fit. Um, and I think that that's kind of proved true throughout the year. And it may, I may have done it more than I think that they realized I was going to. But <laughs> I just felt like there was, uh, this is such an amazing place to play that we can, you know, we can find good players that want to be here and um, want to play here. Uh, so me and Jed, we have a lot of conversation, obviously. Uh, I've started to get a little bit better about being like, hey, like, you know more than me. I'll let you do your job. You know, Are that you kind sure of thing. about that? Well, um, very you, sure. But <laughs> we, 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 we do suggestions. Marriage will teach you that, too. <laughs> yeah, that is true. We, we, we offer, you know, we kind of talk back and forth about certain guys or players or whatever the case may be. And I think that one thing that we forget as, you know, players and fans and the whole thing is like, it seems easy because you can look at it and say, okay, we have X amount of dollars to spend. Well, that may or may not be true. Who knows? Like, the only person that knows is them. And you say, okay, well, we can get this player, this player, and this player at this value because th- this is what their projected contract is. It's just not how it really right. works. I wish it did, <laughs> but it's not how it works. So. It doesn't sound like you're going to have a management career after baseball, right? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'll probably be just a special guest and pop in whatever. <laughs> and, 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 and modeling cowboy hats. And modeling Certainly. cowboy hey, hats. David and I really appreciate you stopping by. There's only a million kids that want your autograph right now. Thanks. We'll make it happen. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.